0: time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone. Bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Welcome back to Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. And this week, we have a special co-host because we, you know, Bryant's got a knee surgery thing. He's still recovering. And I will give you the report. He's doing fantastic. In fact, we came up and recorded this show at the Leaf, and out of nowhere, boom! (laughs) Bryant was like tapping on my shoulder. I look over, and I see a 400-year-old man with a walker. (laughs) With a walker. And I was like, dude, what happened? You're back! And he's like, yeah, and he sits down, but He's got a walker that like <laughs> are you aware of how loud it is yeah. when you're walking down the hall yeah it's like there's a 400 year old man
1: <laughs> he has all the strength of a single half middle-aged man tell the truth right now. from
0: here up yeah like, yeah like like and I don't even know that it's fair to include his
1: boobs <laughs>
0: but if I mean because you know the boobs are very powerful.
1: Back. They are. It's, it's unfair not to include them. In the entire really world boobs.
0: I'm back. People. Are powerful for oh. one week. Hey,
1: what's <laughs> up, Brian? Week. Brian is, is back for one week. <laughs> so
0: yeah, yeah. Brian is back, and so you know he's got some pain. He's, yeah. He's got stir crazy. Yeah. And his wife is tired of his fucking ass being <laughs> at home every day. That's you know that's cool. truly what the issue was. Yeah. Like, they went out to eat today, and she's like, what are you going to do the rest of the day? She said, you want to hey, go? go to the Leaf? It's like, you'll take me to the Leaf? She's like, yeah, I'll take you to the Leaf. <laughs> it's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Listen, you,
1: you don't have to go to the Leaf, but you can't stay, stay home. home. <laughs> not today. <laughs> it's
0: only 107 out, <laughs> but if you want to sit out outside, I'm down with that. <laughs> but if that's not going to work for you, I need to drop your ass like, off at the cigar lounge. Yeah, that's what happened. Which, you know, it's funny because... On a regular basis, I'll walk into the living room. My wife's watching something on one of those streaming networks. Uh-huh. And I'll be like, hey, what's going on? she's like, what are you doing home? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, aren't you going to the Leaf? I'm like, oh, yeah, I will go to the Yeah, Because like, your wife it. is uh-huh. like, I need some time. time. Yep. I need my time. And <laughs> you can imagine that Miss Jones... Mm-hmm. Thinks that often. <laughs> often. <laughs> I, I, I am not in the Wizard of Oz. That's what
1: my
0: wife, <laughs> what my wife says. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's oh, talk about man. what we're smoking. I was smoking the uh, Roma Craft Blonde hours. Okay, well, so far today I did another show. I'm yeah. not going to talk about that one. Uh, it's not politically correct, <laughs> but this one, you know, I always try Yeah, this is a paragon. Right. Virtue like, and this propriety. Is, even though it's explicit, we still maintain a certain, like, yes. honorability.
1: Amen. Amen, brother. brother. Yes. Bring yes. it on in. Bring it on in.
0: And when I say bring it on in, I mean, like, you know, give me some cash.
1: <laughs> Talk to your sponsors. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so... Anyway, I am smoking the Tabanero Sun Grown, and I smoked it in the Robusto. Fantastic smoke. Mm-hmm. Jordan shows up. He doesn't have a cigar, and he was going to go get one, and I said, no, I'll just smoke this. And he has, and I believe it's the Toro of the Bella Artes Maduro by yes. A.J., yes. and... That's a great smoke. It I've,
1: is. It is. It has, it's funny. It's The first couple of minutes of it, there's a little bit of spice to it, and then that kind of mellows down, and now you've got some.
0: you got you know, uh, some, some different, like, earthiness, maybe yes. a little bit of light leather. Mm-hmm. And then, like, what's funny about that is when you get back to the final third, you're going to be like, oh, here it comes again that we had on the front end, except now it's going to be, like, times four.
1: Okay. So we're going to get the heavy spice.
0: Right. And you'd be like, Oh, wow. So it takes you on a little ride. And okay. you know, that's an AJ thing. AJ's freaking badass. Like if you were to say who is the best blender out there, some people might say Sokka.
1: Mm-hmm. I was going to say Johnny Walker, but okay.
0: <laughs> I'm not a Johnny Walker <laughs> fan. Are you?
1: I mean, if I'm going to get a blended Scotch, then yeah, it's probably a Johnny Walker. Although, you know, I, I have a soft spot in my heart for the uh, the Shackleton, which is a reblend of what they took to Antarctica. Uh, mm. That's why it's called Shackleton. I usually get a couple of bottles of that. Brought in by Corey, you know, Corey, yeah, yeah. frequent friend of the program, <laughs> and uh, so he brings me a couple of bottles of that every uh, month or so. So that's my one of a blended. That's what. I'm what
0: doing. What is that soft drink he brings?
1: Oh, it's oh, uh, like spiked. Yeah, spiked. It's no, no it's not spiked. No, no it, it's, it's uh, spiked to us because it, it's, I said it's like that. It's, it's like is, that, but yet it's. Um, oh, what is it? A spritz or fucking tab I, or something. I don't. I know. mean,
0: I'm pretty sure it was like. I can see the autumn, <laughs> Autumn autumn anus. You know? Oh my something like fun. He you know what I mean? Autumn, autumn anus. anus. That's what I. Because when I drank it, mm-hmm. I was like. Dude, this is, and I don't drink drop, yeah. soft drinks.
1: Like he's I never drink it. soft drinks. He brings, so he stays at my house when he's here. And he, uh, Corey does not travel light. That's the first thing. I really? About. Not, not even close. He brings uh, a lot of shit with him. <laughs> Usually, there's a giant suitcase, and then there's this very flowery, very feminine, uh, fucking laptop bag that has the world's <laughs> oldest HP in it, uh, because. He owns a business, and he should have a computer that costs $12 at a fucking, that, you can he, buy, in, that you can buy from the counter in a liquor store.
0: Instead, he carries a 40-pound laptop <laughs> yes. that was the absolute top of the line back in, like, 2006.
1: I was thinking, like, 98, but yeah. Oh. yeah, that's. So he's got that, and then he'll always have, like, a big fucking tub with about eight sacks of, like, random snacks he's brought for himself. Not shitting you. And then he'll bring in like a 12-pack of the fucking whatever that soft drink is from Indiana.
0: Where is he sleeping in your house?
1: <laughs> so I have got a guest bedroom. I let him stay in the guest bedroom. Sometimes he passes out in my office is watching like the TV. Is it part yeah. of the house or is it like, you know? No, out. it's it's part of the house proper. Hmm. And so uh, I let him in there. How long have you known Corey? I've known Corey longer than anybody in this town. I've known hmm. Corey since 03.
0: Okay. So that's like yeah, 19 we were, years. It yeah. goes back to the so 9 nineteen. Force yeah. Yeah. We were both in the air force. Like, we were in the same squadron. Like, that's okay. how we met.
1: And then we lived together. So our, our barracks, our dorm rooms were, so right
0: you and Corey there. actually lived together. Oh,
1: uh, well, in the barracks. Yeah. The barracks. It's like a dorm. And so he mm-hmm. and I shared a wall <laughs> for fucking years. Like he was the guy on the other side of the wall. And then we moved out.
0: Oh, you were on one side. He yeah, was on the other. He was
1: on the other. And then, uh, yeah. And so then when we moved off base, we got apartments that shared a fucking wall.
0: <laughs> because there's a theme. Why, why so, would we? So there was a
1: numbering system. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like,
0: if you're 4B, now you're going to be 16. You got a 50 50
1: chance of hitting Most, Corey's yeah. apartment if you know where I live or if you, you know where he, he lives next to, to me. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I've, I mean, I've known Corey forever. He and I have had many a, a trip together. We've. So developed.
0: you not only knew of him because he was on the other side of the wall, mm-hmm. you actually spent time with him, like, doing Oh, we shit. got
1: apartments deliberately in the same place, and then they were like, oh, the one next to you is empty. And I was like, I, he'll take that one. <laughs> <laughs> Which was handy, because whenever I'd get drunk and not be able to, like, find my key, I'd like, Corey, let me into, into that, that let me into my place, you know, where the... The reverse, sometimes, gotcha. as it were, gotcha. uh, you know. So you have to have backup plans.
0: <laughs> any time after getting to know Corey on that type of level, did you ever say to yourself, "This guy could get me in trouble"?
1: Oh yeah, well, there's no question about that. Okay. I mean, none whatsoever. I think that's why we became friends is because we're both terrible influences on each other, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs>
0: And I see that about Corey. Corey is a, like, you know, whatever happens is good type guy.
1: Yep, yep. Until, you know, there's a moment you can hit with Corey where he'll kind of lose his shit a little bit. But it's very hard to get there. But, I you know, I've seen that happen a few times, and that's Uh fun. But you're also just as likely to. And that's
0: because he really, when you break it down, he is. OCD to the max. No,
1: no, not, not. Um, no, no, you think work. that.
0: You think that. But he is. But it all evolves around just his like major interests, like old cars.
1: Old cars, uh, uh, warbirds, World War mm. II paintings of war, uh, the uh, right, drawings. Right. Not yeah.
0: across the board, yeah. but certain areas. Mm-hmm. He is OCD,
1: dude. Yeah, all right. I can see it with certain, with his hobbies. He, But I'm no different. Like, if you give me something I'm really interested in, I can go fucking nuts on it. Like what? Like, like
0: what's one of your hobbies?
1: Ah, my hobbies. Okay, so, uh, I mean, just really just going off of, like, anything like sci-fi, fantasy. Huge nerd about that. Love that.
0: Uh, like movies, series, cartoons? Books. Books, books primarily, okay. you know. Okay.
1: Uh, you, you know guns for a while and still pretty much a bit. I don't stay as current on what's coming out, what's going. But I like my guns. So I've done a lot of work on my own, built my own. That's what. Wait,
0: well, are you originally from Texas? I am not. Where are you from?
1: Georgia.
0: Oh, okay, so a southern state. That's right. You know the whole gun thing. Yeah, I mean yeah. we love our guns.
1: I mean, I don't own any because they're dangerous. So I've, of course, never owned any. But yes, we're right to. Uh... <laughs> now, to be fair, though, you have shot them. Yeah, you know. I mean, theoretically, it's possible. Get a warrant. Weren't you? In- <laughs> You're,
0: <laughs> You're you- asking you too were, many questions. You were, you were in the military.
1: <laughs> I, he was in the Air Force. <laughs> I. I mean, I've heard of them before. <laughs> All right. You. Yeah. <laughs> no. I. Yes. I've shot many guns. I used to do some shooting competitions. Uh. uh I, I may own a few uh, <laughs> possibly.
0: Yeah, I can't discuss that myself. Sure, like, sure. If you ask me, I'm like, yeah, I'm I, I I love guns, I support guns. That's all I can say legally. You know, I don't want to say that, you know, the dude over at Waco had nothing on me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want the FBI showing up. up, the ATSF <laughs> showing up, Rob, 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 baby, Rob, baby, come on. This is a
1: podcast. This is a small intimate. <laughs> right. This is a yeah. small intimate circle. You know, you got some
0: You're- dude that's like hearing this show going, "Oh my God, no. now I got to contact the no. FBI." No, this is a small safe space. Ooh.
1: Your dozen listeners are not going to have a problem with you having a gun. He said a dozen. <laughs> What are you, are you Thank worried you. You're, you're worried you're going to get inundated with a letter? <laughs> a letter? Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> I, I've seen the documentary on Ruby Ridge, and mm. yes, I am.
1: Mm. Mm. Well, if you disapprove of Rob's theoretical <laughs> stance on guns, I encourage you to write to. What's our email here?
0: What? What is our? I, did I give a stance? <laughs> He said, I like guns. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: said, That'll I like it. guns. I like guns. That is a stance. Yeah, that, that, is, a, that is the qualification for a stance. <laughs> hey, if that's my stance, I am all over it. Thank you. Thanks. Now I know my stance. I like guns. <laughs> Did I give a stance? Yeah, motherfucker. You said I, I like, like guns. guns. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, he's so wily. It's hard to <laughs> nail him down on anything. <laughs> you know, I love the it. The fucking Teflon dog I over here. It. I love it.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but there's like topics that we avoid.
1: Okay. Because yeah, you should give me the rules of the <laughs> <laughs>
0: rules of engagement before I get on the mic. Yeah. What do we? That's that's why I started a new show because <laughs> I do not like being censored.
1: I do not like being <laughs> sensitive. As, okay, what am I? What should I steer clear? I'm of? I'm not going to mention it. Well, I that's doubt, tricky for me.
0: I doubt you will cross these delicate three-inch lines <laughs> that everyone
1: thinks that are eight. <laughs> but you have had a conversation with me in our many years of knowing each mm, other. Like you think this many, is many?
0: We had we had a conversation last night. We just did. Yeah, we just did. In fact, earlier on the show, mm-hmm. I mentioned you on the other show. Uh oh. And you know what I said? You want to hear
1: it? Yeah, I should.
0: I said last night, I was hanging out at the Leaf. And Jordan Uh, was uh... (laughs) talking about some wild drinking escapades while he was out of town. And I thought to myself, do you realize that I've gone out on escapades that passengers on my journey were in the back seat and they were either crying because they thought they were about to die <laughs> or they were praying
1: for the sweet release of death like, <laughs>
0: because they thought they were going to die. And the next day when we went out, i'm driving again we go somewhere we have dinner we go somewhere else and i see a cop and i freak out a little bit and i was like hey how about you drive and everybody in the vehicle was like "Yeah!" <laughs> and i was like hey what the fuck they were like dude i've been back here praying every day <laughs> and i was like what a dick So then I let the other guy drive. Mm -hmm. We're driving along, and then the guy in the back seat's like, I just want to say that, you know, I really needed this. I'm from California. I appreciate you letting us hang out with you. And me and my wife have been having trouble. And I said, dude, this ain't fucking Oprah. (laughs) You can shut the fuck up and enjoy the ride.
1: I don't care about your personal (laughs) problems, bud. I don't even know your fucking name.
0: Boom. Boom. Anyway, where were we at? We were talking about what we were smoking. Smoking, Yes. What are you smoking, Brian? I told him the Roma Craft. I was the blind Irish. And where did that come from? Uh, Jay. Jay. Jay always hooks you up with good shit. Jay's got the the good shit. I told him he hooked me up, and he brought this out, and I was like, thank you. Let me tell you guys something. First of all, Jay still has, like, I think two or three boxes of the Roma Craft Twenty. 22 and, and i'm being told not to tell anybody but too late
1: but but not by jay so it's well really fine. no but
0: he has a box so he did get a box and he's telling us no so maybe he can get another box you got a box don't be greedy shut up. see he says <laughs> shut up do you don't, realize? Let
1: your, don't let yourself be censored
0: i bought a box when they came out from jay and first of all, right out the gate, it was 140 bucks and like $0.18. Cents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you go online and search that product and you find it, it's going to be like 140 150 160 Because they're hard to get. Mm-hmm. And Jay's not price gouging because that would be a douchebag thing to do. You know what I mean? I like do. like Jay-, Jay has a certain level of standards. Oh, yeah. That keeps him from making more money yep. that other people would be happy to take no matter what.
1: Oh, yeah. Jay's you know, I'll say this, and then not just because I've known Jay for a long time, but I think he's one of the best human beings that I know.
0: Dude, I've said that repeatedly on this show.
1: But, well, but it's true. It's it is. True. He's like, just I, a I good guy. He's <laughs> no, never going to screw anybody over. He's one of the most honest. But how many times right? has he done stuff for
0: people like- with
1: no expectation of anything? Hmm?
0: He, I pulled up in the parking lot one day. I was getting ready to go in, and he came up my window. And I'm like, "Hey, man, I ain't seen you a while. Where you been?" And he's like, "Oh, I was over at so and so's house. They had a uh, electrical outlet that was bad, mm-hmm. so I went over there and I changed it out for him. And you know, it took me longer because when I took the faceplate off, I realized that I needed to mask around that. And blah, blah 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 blah.
1: And so I just did these 18 extra steps to help to him out. make yeah. sure
0: it's the right way to yes. do it.
1: That's and like, this dude Jay will do anything for anybody.
0: And you know what I told him? I was like, dude, shut Just, up. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit.
1: Was Jiminy Cricket sitting on your shoulder saying, yeah, no, you're what kind I, of a douchebag, Rob. No, Maybe you should what, be a better person.
0: What, what I was thinking was, I show up to the pearly gates and where I thought I was in for like a slide, no problem. <laughs> now the fucking bar has been raised. Yeah, because yeah, somebody, people like
1: Jay. Are like he gets an A on the test and fucks up the curve for the rest of us. Boom! Thank
0: you. My B is now like your
1: B, your B at the pearly. My B is now like that's a a fucking aspirational statement. I better see my fucking D plus on a good day.
0: I'm not going to argue. You know well, what? When you can't argue, there's no reason to. <laughs> I'm just saying. So anyway, uh, if you guys are interested in whatever Jay carries, call him up. I'll have the number in the show notes. Call him up. He'll ship it to you. And I promise when you get the cigars that Jay sends you, you don't have to age them for a few weeks. You can pull them right out of the box and smoke them because he's sending you the stuff that he knows is ready to smoke. He includes communication in the shipping. So call him up. Numbers in the show notes. Tell him that Cigar Talk said to call. Where are you going? Unbelievable. <sighs> Unbelievable. Co host of the show. I don't even know if he talked this show. Did you talk? A little bit. Say, say goodbye to everybody. Goodbye. Those dulcet tones. <laughs> He says goodbye, in case I never see you again. As he
1: hobbles away. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) Like a fucking, like a Civil War draft (laughs) (laughs) dodger.
0: You forgot your eggs. (laughs) You forgot your eggs. George, you want some eggs uh, pass i'll take them yeah they're all yours go for it i'll be like thanks brian thank, thank you very much hey now you're younger than me uh in what way if you were how much of a elvis fan were you ever in your
1: entire life I appreciate Elvis for what he did for music and when he did it. And um, I know that there's two different recipes for his fried chicken. So I got that going for me.
0: Okay. But as far as being a fan, did you listen or was that like after, like he was already done? Well, I
1: mean, he was certainly dead by the time I was born. I mean, he was feeding worms by the time I came around uh i i i have listened to elvis i'm sure i've got some elvis on my uh my phone that'll cycle through but i don't really sit down and think i'm gonna listen to it. i'm gonna listen to elvis's gospel period today you know i just uh i appreciate what's done i enjoy So some you elvis
0: appreciate songs. Yes. like the level of stardom he had oh yeah but at the same time it's 2022
1: that's what I'm That told. sums it up. Yeah.
0: So, like, completely different experience for me.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, you were, you know. You I were, grew up in the 70s yeah.
0: when Elvis was the shit.
1: Yeah. Now, did you remember pre-fat Elvis? Or were you kind of getting towards the uh, the latter day Elvis?
0: No, no. So, I was born in 69. Okay. So, when I was five, uh-huh. I was an Elvis fan. And at that time, he was not fat.
1: Okay. But
0: within a very short few years, he went from, like, you know. Private first class Elvis to, to, you know. You're only sitting in coach with two chairs. (laughs) (laughs) But what I didn't realize was I went and saw the movie.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm fucking stupid because I thought, dude, Saturday night, Elvis First weekend release, this place is going to be packed. Mm-hmm. It's like 16 people in the whole theater. Right. So I was kind of like, wow. Nobody gives a shit. They did this movie too late.
1: Yeah, they did it too late. I mean, it would be, uh, it, you they should have
0: done it 15 years ago.
1: Yeah, 15 years ago, you would have had, you would have better turnout. Cause I mean, you got to figure, I mean, most of, most of the people that really loved Elvis are older than you are.
0: Oh, yeah, I I was the last of, because when I was in third grade, we we went to the convenience store. There was two choices. You bought, like, baseball cards of Kiss Mm -hmm. or collector cards of Elvis. Yep. I bought the Elvis because I was a nerd. Everybody Mm -hmm. else was buying Kiss. Mm -hmm. But that was your choices. Right. And so, when he died, it was like, holy smokes, dude's 42. You know what I mean?
1: It's amazing what a barbituate, bacon and uh, fried, uh, you know, uh, Heroin. banana sandwich will do to you.
0: Yeah. And, you know, really, it's not far off from what the doctor that worked for Michael Jackson was doing. hmm Very much similar.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had the... Uh, the it's what? like,
0: hey, you're going to go do a show. We're going to give you a shot of this. Mm-hmm. Now you've been up for two days. We're going to give you a shot of this. You know what I mean? They were just manipulating his basically his awake cycle.
1: Oh yeah, it's the same thing with uh, the the uh, the girl that played um, Dorothy in Wizard of Oz was uh, she died uh, relative. She made it longer than Elvis huh. did. Uh, was it Dorothy Garland? Judy Garland?
0: Judy Garland? Judy Garland. Yeah, yeah,
1: Judy Garland. She, uh, and somebody fact check. You're getting your facts from me. You're getting it wrong. But uh I want to say my recollection is she died relatively young, but she was fucked up way before her death due to the huge amounts of barbiturates and cocaine and all the drugs that they were pumping her in uh, when they were making wizard. You know, back in the 30s when uh, we're going to work a 20-hour day, so we're going to shoot up this uh, 16-year-old with a bucket of barbiturates and uh, see let how we a- go.
0: Let me ask you if you ever heard of this show. Have you ever heard of The Nick? Hmm. I highly recommend that you watch it. Okay. It's like a hospital-type theme show that we've seen a million times. Sure. Except that it's like setting of 1910.
1: (laughs) Anything goes.
0: The surgery room actually had like an auditorium seating. Sure. Because they were experimenting on patients.
1: Yeah. They have like, leeches there in case they needed a good bleeding or anything like that.
0: Yeah. And they were trying to do a uh, C-section. Mm-hmm. And I want to say they, like, killed six or seven women before they actually got it to work.
1: All right, guys. We know it's down here somewhere. If only we could figure out where.
0: Right. And so it was very interesting to see how that actually played out. And it was like a uh, it was somewhere up way northeast, say Philadelphia or something. Mm. And it was set in that time period. And I mean, they were just like, had ideas of how shit should work. <laughs> and they would try it.
1: And it was all legal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and but the surgeon who was a An amazing surgeon That basically worked At a hospital that didn't pay shit Because Mm -hmm. they had like basically A free pass to try Anything Mm -hmm. You know he's like He's using Like I don't know 40% of the hospital's Supply of cocaine (laughs) While he's doing these surgeries Hey now hey
1: hey Surgeries are long hospital shifts are long Ask any doctor had to be done.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And I need a
0: cutter, too, bro. Thank you. Anyway, I'm lighting up a uh, Roma Craft Black Irish. Fantastic cigar. I haven't had one of these in a while. Very excited about that. Jay, you know what? I would love, like, Jay or Scott. I just tell them, hey, go pick me up some shit. Mm-hmm. And they come back with like good shit. I mean, you guys that,
1: can't you can't see him right now, but I can assure you that he is lighting this black Irish cigar, undulating in his seat. Yes, <laughs> and, and it's
0: and it's a beautiful cigar. Like that's my favorite aesthetics mm-hmm. that someone's come out with. You disagree? No.
1: I mean, no, who's a, who's come nice out cigar. with a better looking cigar?
0: Nobody's come out with a better us, looking cigar you tell Do not
1: weasel out of this. You tell us who's come up with the better looking cigar. Nobody's come out with a better. Uh, Romacraft, hands down, makes the best looking cigars. There we go. So we had to nail them down. They're, now, not, they're, they're not always
0: the best the cigars.
1: the Black Irish but, is not the best looking cigar that Romacraft makes.
0: W- and which cigar would you anoint with the best looking?
1: So, so far, the Craft 2022s. There's some some cigars in that box that are freaking spectacular. Now, would you state for the audience that you left any of those for purchase for other patrons? I have
0: not. So, I would like to say, though, I'm more, probably because I'm a little older, I'm very refined. (laughs) 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 But I'm going to go with, I'm more of a low-key guy, which I'm going to go with, like, just the straight up crow magnum like that's a good looking cigar. Yeah, it's it's all right looking, and it doesn't say anything other than "come smoke me." Yeah, but I don't like the crow magnums. Well, that's because you haven't graduated to the next level. Oh, no, yet. I'm above and beyond.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, no the the craft twenty twenty ones, and that grand perfecto with the little bushy
0: tail on it. Man, that is a good-looking cigar, whether you go the Black Irish like Bryant went or the Sabretooth. I actually prefer the Sabretooth more just because I like to smoke that more. See, I don't know the Sabretooth. I know I've had one. Yeah. I have zero recollection. It's barber-pulled exactly like this cigar. Okay. Except it's it's got like a Connecticut instead of a Candela. A Connecticut? Yeah. In that Vitola size? Yes. It's exactly must, the same. The box, wow, the craft twenty twenty ones, and how strong alternating. How, how 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 much strength? That's a medium plus of the plus. tobacco. That's a medium for plus. A Connecticut. Yeah, for a medium plus, but it's also like the Connecticut broadleaf as the main part of the wrapper with the, you know, bits of Connecticut, barber pulled into it. So the Connecticut is really more. For looks. Of a decoration. Correct. Okay. So I was getting excited to know that there was a Connecticut cigar out there that was driving that, you know, medium or medium plus to bold. As far as flavor or nicotine? Both. For a Connecticut. Promo bourbon barrel Age Connecticut. I've never had I it. I know. You need to smoke one. All right. You sold me. because Did, know what? did you leave
1: any of those? Yes. Behind. Okay. Yeah, I do have
0: one. There's not a lot of Connecticut's that's going to take you to that level. Perdomo can do it. I, I believe that. I used to be a big Perdomo fan. I am not a Perdomo fan except for that cigar. Well, the funny thing is I was a fan of everything other than that cigar because at the time that I went through their journey of cigars. Yeah. I'd already made up my mind I didn't like Connecticut, so I smoked everything else. Oh, and that's I've never gone back to try their Connecticut. So their bourbon barrel aged Connecticut is the strongest cigar in their portfolio. Really? Yes. According to Nick Perdomo. You ever met that dude? No. But I talked to Julio and Sam, and they both said that. I. So you can I take one I, of those, you can take one of those people's words. I know Julio. At Facebook, I, I know Julio. Yeah. I don't know who the other guy is.
1: <laughs> Brad
0: McHenry. Because he's dead to me. <laughs> Dude's dead to me. Anyway. Yeah, that I mean, that's a journey in itself. Right. So, and that's where we all I mean, everybody is on a different journey, and sometimes they like crisscross. You've smoked porcelain. I have. Black, that's I a have. strong I, Connecticut. I really like that cigar. Yeah. I like the Salvation better. Right, but that's not a Connecticut. Tell me this. If I said, would you like to buy Salvation, what's that worth? $10.75. What are you, what are you, the, what are you the
1: Pope now? like You're selling <laughs> indulgences over here? What are you doing? I'm just saying there's a cigar. <laughs> no, I, I know about the cigar. What I'm wanting to know about is your, your byline into selling Salvation <laughs> because that's a business I could get in on. So you weren't here for the other show I wasn't Uh, But if you would like to purchase Salvation I want you to write to Cigar Talk Podcast Just call the Leaf At uh (laughs) And ask for Jay (laughs) Who is ordained actually Although I think he would uh, Look poorly upon me Saying that his ordination has anything to do with Selling you Salvation The cigar Well I, I, I was uh On the web earlier, and I don't know about you,
0: but do you ever, like, get on the web and the next thing you know, like, 20 minutes in, you've gone down a rabbit hole? Have you ever done that? I do that, like, 18 times a day. Thank you. And it's awesome.
1: Oh, it is, yeah. Wikipedia is the best. there's, uh, There's
0: a lot of stuff that you might, like, find yourself reading up on that, at the end of the day, it was not a valuable time spent. But then there's a shit ton that you're like, holy shit, I didn't know that.
1: Look at all the trivia I have.
0: Right. And it's like, how can I use this new information to rule the world? That's what I think. Yeah. What do you think?
1: I mean, I think that's uh, that's good. I uh, use it so I can throw out random historical factoids at inappropriate times to annoy my friends. I feel like that's a good use of my time. Uh yeah, it works pretty well for me. Um, you never know when some sort of piece of arcana about the Ottoman Empire's uh, dynastic policies is going to be relevant. So you have to be willing to throw that out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, being older.
1: You were around for the Ottoman Empire. I mean, they, they, they fell in <laughs> nineteen, You know, eighteen. You were, what, six or seven then?
0: Yeah, I mean, my dad fought for them, you know. <laughs> Yeah, you look Turkish, and and you know what he told me was, and this is before he died. Sure, not like some Ouija board connection, right. of course, We're not because on that podcast.
1: That's right, wrong podcast.
0: We talked about that on the other show. Sure. Anyway, uh, you know, I don't feel like you have to toe the line. Me personally or just in general? <laughs> Me. <laughs> <laughs> you have your own line, <clears throat> and whether you tow it or not is on you. And that's the way I feel all life should be. You tow your line. I tow mine.
1: It's getting very wise. They don't look <laughs> the same. You're like a
0: I'm like, you're like an older Buddha. I'm like Hare Krishna.
1: So go with a more elderly. Buddha. My sweet lord! <laughs> All I know is you were not at the airport trying to hand me a flower, so I'm, I'm yeah, disappointed the, in that.
0: The, the Hare Krishna guys that that was overkill. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was yeah. like I don't think you gained a lot of people by doing that. I mean, you were trying to get yeah. On TV. Who's going to
1: convert when you're handing them a shrubbery when they've got one bloodshot eye and they're trying to walk off a hangover, getting molested by TSA? I mean, nobody's You're not thinking about God right then, or your eternal soul, or whatever it is. what you're thinking is,
0: get the fuck out of my way.
1: Yeah, yeah. I get hassled by enough people at the airport, most of them federal employees.
0: Yeah, I mean, last time I flew, I flew to Vegas and back out of Lubbock, Texas. Going in, TSA was cool as shit. I'm fucking making jokes that probably shouldn't be made while you're going through the line. And then when I got to Vegas on the way back... They're fucking serious. Like, you know what? We don't have time for your bullshit stuff. See, I got out ass. of Vegas
1: real easy a couple months ago. It no well, I got
0: out me. easy, but I could tell that, you know, there's certain phrases that you shouldn't, like, yell There sure
1: out. are. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you a hot tip. This is a pro tip. I you love tips. Get.
0: I love tips.
1: And I believe I'm the first person to have experiences. I'm the first one to learn about it. So your audience is in luck that I'm going to share this exclusively with all of them.
0: And we appreciate that.
1: What you want to get is a little something called TSA pre-check. Okay. Turns out that's the thing to have because I just finally, after a decade of being told about it, finally went and did it this year. And how
0: much was it?
1: I was like 94 bucks or something. On
0: top of your regular flight?
1: No, no, no. You do it or once. One time? You do it once for like five-year stretch. So you get like, like a, a card that says,
0: don't fuck with me
1: know what you get is they try and fucking uh, I'm, uh I, I don't know if they send you a card i got an email and they give you a number this known traveler number <coughs> and you basically take that and you put it on your ticket and so when you get your boarding pass it says pre-check and then it's like you're flying in the 90s so like i don't take my laptop out of my shit i just put it on the conveyor send it through i don't go through the spinny you know nudograph Device, you just go through a metal detector like a normal human being. Uh, boy, I wish I had done that decades ago. That's the way to fly, right
0: there. Have you read any articles about the airport face recognition system that's going into effect and is already up and running at a few airports?
1: I mean, no, is it anything like like the London, you know, Iron Surveillance Circle face recognition situation? I do not know about that
0: program. But here in America, some companies have paid to the technology. And so you walk up and these electronic boards with information mm-hmm. recognizes you. Mm-hmm. And so all of your information is displayed immediately. Hmm. But the person standing next to you, which also was confirmed, mm-hmm. is seeing their information. Like, how is that possible? Interesting. Well, I haven't <clears throat> dove into it, but that's what they said. This sounds much
1: too technologically mm-hmm. advanced for the federal government to do right. So,
0: <laughs> But uh, that's, it
1: doesn't mean that
0: contractors
1: are not ahead of the curve. Interesting. Anyway, so, I I mean, so they recognize your face and it pulls up like what, your ticket information or like your blood and semen sample data or what? what's it pulling up there?
0: Well, I mean, you know, I'm not in the know. Of- we come to you for wisdom, Rob. My wisdom is don't let them have that information. Too late. They've already got everything on you. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I just am like, you know, I'm not a. The government should have all my information. I, I you know, I'm not getting political. No, never. I'm, I'm just <laughs> not you I, I don't get political because I'm not like A political guy Except That I believe That every single Politician Is either now Or eventually Trying to figure out How to fuck me out of my money And that's what it boils down to mm. All of them all not, of them. not one side or the other. Mm-hmm. That's They all share one goal. All the other goals don't mean shit. That's the, that's the agreement we have because you don't want to kill babies because you want to support no more abortions. Me, on the other hand, I'm wearing a T-shirt that says, I heart abortions. And the heart is actually a like cartoon of a fetus's heart. Ah,
1: you know what I'm saying? I, thank God you didn't get political <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> How did we end up going down that road? <laughs> But I'm just saying. Also Rob, just so just <laughs> just so we're clear. This is the. that's talk. a stance that you just took. <laughs> you know I know you've had a little bit of confusion <laughs> about what constitutes a, a quote unquote stance, but yeah, you've made a statement.
0: I mean <laughs> Wow, how did we go down this road? Where the fuck's Brian? You are a shitty ghost. (laughs) You're supposed to keep me on the rails. I'm here to lead you down the primrose, the primrose path, baby.
1: (laughs) Well, Do your job. (laughs) I mean, I have. That's how we got here. He's like,
0: I'm gonna burn cigar talk to the ground.
1: (laughs) (laughs) As long as we hit the Supreme Court while we're at it, we're fine, right? (laughs) Right, and you know whatever they say.
0: Is it just me or does SCOTUS, every time you see someone type that out in their little, you know, announcement to the world of what they think is going on, remind you that it, SCOTUS is almost like scrotum? You know, I was just thinking
1: that. <laughs> I was Boom! Literally just Boom! That. Thank you. I, and and I don't like to I'm... agree with you on something that's ridiculous, <laughs> but it's, it's
0: Scrotum. True.
1: I'm also, I want to say this. I think this is important for everyone of your listeners to think about for a minute. Just think about this. I'm going to make love this microphone. Here. <laughs> he,
0: he looks like he's at a glory hole.
1: <laughs> oh. So, all right. Think about this. We live in an age, everyone live listening to this, that the first Supreme Court justice, uh, someone alive right now is going to be on the Supreme Court and they are going to have uh, nude pictures of themselves out there on the internet somewhere. Think about that. Not necessarily the whole
0: internet. The whole internet. I mean, sure, not
1: China, but, not North Korea. You know, right. in case South Korea <laughs> cut the router have, off. How many years from now? Just in our lifetimes. The Supreme Court. <laughs> if you looked for um, Clarence Thomas to have nude photos out there, if that's you could the, Google that. You could, go, but there's not out. He's never done that. There was no, the technology wasn't no, there. No, the technology is there now. That anybody under the age of forty has taken a dick pic or a nude photo and sent it to a significant other, and that shit's out there. We are living in a time when we will be able to Google one day a naked I, I, Supreme Court justice. We're going to have a Supreme Court justice with a nude. I
0: think you're glossing over the fact that we have a lot of dudes that are like sending un. Wanted, Unstained. dick pics. Well, sure. Well, I know, but you kind of made it like dudes sending dick pics to their a significant other, or, like, or it their a secretary, thing, or whoever. but there's or a whole nother sure. like. Sure. I mean, I would guess that the the scales of justice
1: <laughs> are like. Yeah, I'm trying to keep it even. I mean, I'll be honest. I, I'm pretty sure I've gotten an unsolicited dick pic from you at this point. So, I mean, it's it's hard to say. But well, yes, you're right. I'm
0: just going to say right off the bat, last time you came over, you kind of gave me that, you know. That if look. I wasn't.
1: A- <laughs> I was like, you know, that's not unsolicited. If it.
0: If it. If it- is wanted. I'm sure I, I had a look in
1: my eye. I don't yet. I don't want I was to, asking for it, wasn't I, I Rob? I don't want
0: to like disappoint you. There's a definition of
1: unsolicited, we're past that. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: Let me just ask you, do you believe Joni Foster is is asking you to do anything illegal?
0: <laughs> I believe she already has a plan <laughs> and I'm gonna go with her plan. I don't think that we need me and her to discuss that plan. Sure, because I understand what she needs. Yes, I understand what she wants. Yes, and I'm going to give it to her because (laughs) that's what she asked for. Is that? Is that? We have reached unsolicited. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, when you get to that point, it's like, yeah i I could see, dude's (laughs) a (laughs) rapist.
1: Well, I mean, you have to, you've got because wasn't it wasn't it, uh, Anthony Weiner appropriately Anthony appropriately Weiner wasn't that his the all freaking those, best? Oh, the that irony. was the, the best. irony.
0: No, not even the irony. No, for just, sure the irony. Just I mean. the slap in the face that you're a fucking douchebag that your name goes with. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like,
1: I mean, the, the, hey, the surname fits the crime. I mean, pretty
0: like I'm this. like, dude. Was he a congressman or was he a senator?
1: I think he was a governor.
0: Okay, was governor. He? Or no, uh, he was only, a mayor. I believe he a mayor. only we had
1: the technology to figure this out. Yeah, I think he was a mayor. Well,
0: I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say, I mean, with that much attention, he was a pussy because he should have been like, hey, I know you heard this about me. If you would like to know the true story, you should go to the www. wiener. Big time. Gov. .gov, and we will show you what actually happened, and so that you can support us going forward. Here's the
1: thing. Here's the thing. All these politicians, and I, you know, there's, I got a lot of thoughts about this. So first off, I miss the good old days when a politician had to have a press conference to apologize for their bad behavior. Well Be- because it was the best thing. You get know, all the big bulbs and the, the press conference and the lectern. They get up there with their and, Dejected and, looking and, wife standing and, and, behind and, him. And to
0: be fair, though, like that was some form of like expectation. Yes, like yes, you the political mea culpa. A guy who fucked up like that to come yes. out and say, I'm sorry. In a press conference.
1: Which is and you have to have a the
0: requirement.
1: Term. You have to have the terms. Mistakes were made. Boom. I've uh, disappointed. Lessons learned. I lessons learned. I've disappointed myself. I've disappointed my family. But most importantly, I've I've just dis- I've let myself down.
0: Myself, because I have let you down. Yes. Yes. And because I have let you down, I need to let you know that going forward. Yes. I will not fuck you in the ass. Yes. Unless we are, like, bubbled, showered in the shower of prison. But, you know,
1: you get what I'm saying. The good old days of the Mia culpa press conference are gone. We don't get that anymore. No, now no. we just get, like, the Twitter such-and-such such as issued an apology. Now we and that's get,
0: it. how am I going to shift the bullshit answer into the, you know, what the standard of what we've decided we're going to yeah, say every yeah. time
1: and i'm also going to say the uh the for the folks that you know <laughs> did i say i don't
0: want to get political Shit, <laughs> yeah, here we are here we
1: are thank god we haven't gotten political Woo! the uh, other thing and um not to get political <laughs> right <laughs> So, like, Trump, you know, I'm, I'm a libertarian. I wasn't a huge fan of him because I don't like anybody that's running for president. I think if you want to be president, you're not qualified automatically. That's my first thing. But <laughs> and, I'll say this. And,
0: and, but, but at the end of the day, somebody's going to gonna Trump. Trump.
1: get elected. Somebody's going to get elected. So I always vote for the craziest motherfucker there is.
0: So you voted for Trump?
1: No, I, no, oh. no. I found the guy that wore a boot I, everywhere. I, and I thought, I maybe thought that guy.
0: Trump was the craziest motherfucker.
1: No, no, no! I don't think so. I mean, do work I yeah, vote for myself. There we go. Um, but here's the thing that Trump always. i me just
0: tell you this: I've always thought it would be a fun experiment to let a dude like me mm-hmm. or a dude like you go in there and, like, every day they're like, "Hey, what do you want us to do?" Well, tell me what the fuck my options are, and then we govern and direct this country instead of like the lobbyist how Rob, cool would that be Rob, though that
1: sounds great but i'm gonna tell you all this is, is we it's a that a movie? movie no 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 you put you and me in office and the game is how many days until assassinated the game is impeached or assassinated and how many days do you make it into your first term before one of those things happens that's the game because i would you know i would like fire the irs instantly I would fire droves of federal employees. If you're a federal employee and you listen to this podcast, I'm sorry. I'd fucking fire you though. Uh, Probably. Unless you're in the military, I'd let you you get a tax. I'm targeting Targeting different. The post office is mentioned in the Constitution. I'll let them uh, hang out, but they've got to get better at it.
0: They get better. (laughs) You know what? I, I give them two years, and this is the expectation. And then after that, if there's a company that's called the Pony Express and mm-hmm. they can do everything cheaper and it doesn't cost the American people more money, mm-hmm. then I'm going to let them run it.
1: So goodbye, Alphabet Soup. Boom. Mm. And so, yeah, I mean, I would do, I would do crazy person shit. I'd stop corporate welfare. I'd stop, you know, crazy wars. I'd, you know, put the money into rebuilding our military and getting technologically where it needs to be. Uh, but I would just be doing crazy shit. You know, like, oh, but uh, Goldman Sachs is too big to fail. I have to be Nah, just let him fucking fall. Oh. Let, let the free market do its thing let the free market go crazy nature pours a vacuum oh yeah we uh this we can we can take my political rant out and post <clears throat> right that'll be fine
0: <laughs> well you know i was reading the other day and because there's always like bullshit rhetoric that either one side or the other side is trying to throw at the other side yeah, yeah. that's just the game politics But I was reading about how the cost of what we've done on something. I don't remember what it was. (laughs) That's how how detailed you're going to get on this show. This is practically fucking
1: BBC World News, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Oh, hey, I appreciate the fact that you recognize (laughs)
1: that quality. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're getting
1: your fucking, they're getting your are polished up in the back. It's going to be great. Go on, tell me about what
0: <laughs> For, what I
1: think happened in Russia.
0: <laughs> wow. This show's taking a turn, folks. <laughs> that's not for the better. <laughs> well, and
1: I will be shocked if this episode ever sees the light of day. I don't think it's going to. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Do
0: you realize that we do another show called the Light em Up Crew Show? Oh. And that's just for guys that are our Patreon uh, members. Yeah, yeah. And so only those guys get to hear that show. And like... It's getting to the point where I'm so this like, is a Patreon <laughs> show. do we trust these guys enough to let them know? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, yeah, uh, they're in the know. And, and this is still I should have went to prison in 1979.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, for the Light Em Up crew only, uh, Rob Jones is actually D.B. Cooper. So, uh,
0: <laughs> ta-da! <laughs> when I was in Houston, there used to be a club called DB Cooper's. It was a strip club, and uh, I never went there. <laughs> I don't believe that. That seems hey, wow totally I, I, I wasn't done. I you might not have worked. I never, I never went there sober. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> you didn't let me finish. I was going to say I never went there sober. <laughs> it was always we were at another bar. It was like. Let's go to DBs. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, they had a gate. Like, you pulled up down this drive, and you had to talk to, like, the security guy. You're like, hey, yeah, man, we're just going in here, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, have a good night. he raises the gate. At what point was he evaluating the threat that I might present?
1: Maybe he was checking out what sort of car you had. and What were you driving?
0: Hmm. I'm gonna go with the uh what is the Buick Enclave? Okay, my vehicle had broke down. Yeah, and I went and rented a vehicle, and that's what they had. Okay, and it was a premium mm-hmm. SUV, mm-hmm. all leather, yes.
1: all the gadgets, rich Corinthian. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like. So Buick Enclave, he's looking at you and he's going, well, he's just a cheap, dirty old man, but he's otherwise harmless. He'll, he'll be fine. We'll let him through. If he's doing the car evaluation, you know.
0: Right. And, you know. you know,
1: at my age. At your age. I wasn't that far off of being that next generation. Yeah. So maybe that's what he, we're giving him the benefit of the doubt. We'll soon it's a, Let me ask you this, though. The place is called DB Coopers. Tell me the staff were dressed in flight attendant outfits and that's what their uniform was because goddamn that is the biggest missed opportunity of this whole operation. Yeah. I agree. Probably why well, it's close the now. The girls that were I'm going to start a surf club called DB Coopers.
0: <laughs>
1: it will be what?
0: Captain Stubing. Captain <laughs> Stubing. Are you too old for that? Well, what was so that? Close. The fucking love boat? Boom. <laughs> Thank you. I, I was afraid you were going to miss that, but you,
1: you're right there close enough. Bailed out right at the end. Not unlike DB Cooper.
0: Yeah. You know, for me, I was born in 69. So, I mean, think about it. How many people do you personally know that was alive in the sixties?
1: Two. <laughs> <laughs> Too too many. <laughs> right. So, first off, I want to give you a little bit of, a little bit of props here. Whoa! whoa. Every time because you've said your birth date two or three times in this podcast so far, and uh, your birth year
0: sixty
1: nine. Yep, three times for sure. Now, Boom. <laughs> And every single time he's done it, he's not made one fucking joke about it. And I have to say, the level of maturity.
0: You're impressed.
1: I'm a little astounded. Yeah.
0: And insulted.
1: <laughs> There's an expectation we have from um, you, yeah, I'm know. with you. I man. know. You know, so, I kept waiting for it to come out and you just kept holding it back and I was like, "No, you
0: know, it's weird growing up in the 70s, which you can't even imagine, It's like people became like larger than life. From the 60s into the 70s. And so, you're just happy as fuck as that you were, like, conceived and birthed in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And so, the people who, like, don't get the 70s, they don't get the 60s. So, you just kind of be like, all right, you get it or you don't. Like, dude, think about this: Janice Joplin, mm-hmm. Jimi Hendrix.
1: Oh, I mean, your music, was... Jim Morrison. Yeah, yeah you had with the, the music doors. down. Those I mean, uh, guys had that. Dudes no problem. All, all died. Yes,
0: before they hit thirty. Yes, and so that was like, dude, I was born mm-hmm. at this time. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've always felt that, like, that was, you know. Like a sign of We're going to rock and roll And when I say we're going to rock and roll We're going to rock and roll All night long
1: (laughs) Well Maybe you'll make the same uh, Pact with the devil that uh, Keith Richards And fucking Larry King have made And stay alive forever (laughs)
0: Larry King He died No,
1: is he he dead? Yes (laughs) Larry King
0: died Sure, I thought he was
1: Fact check that, I, I want to you know. say
0: he died like two
1: years no, ago. Maybe I think three. He's, he's, uh, Google that, fact checker. I mean, if I'm right, we're going to for not. sure keep this in. And you're if I'm not. wrong, we're going to take it out and post. No. no we're not,
0: I, you know what? I don't do that.
1: God, no. 2021. <sighs> God.
0: I told you within the last Unbelievable. three years. Yeah.
1: Keith Richards, though. I'm right about that one. No, he's still alive. Sure. Oh,
0: yeah. He's still alive.
1: I mean, that man's hey, made yeah. out of leather and booze and Cocaine, so I mean, he should be Well preserved And
0: formaldehyde, From, it's, it's the <laughs> formaldehyde. We can't forget He's 78 yeah. He's, yeah, he's 78
1: Looks like he's Dude. 870 and How about
0: Willie Nelson? Yeah Like, we did a top 10 list Of who we thought would die this year mm-hmm. Willie Nelson's on it mm. So
1: Okay
0: It's not like I hope he dies
1: But we think the uh, you know, We think the uh, The, the Bell might be tolling for. Him.
0: Well, what I think is, it's the best selection for me to gain a few more points. Mm. If I'm right, yeah.
1: You know, Who else is on the uh, who's on the death list here?
0: Elton John.
1: Ooh. Ah, that's a bold call. I don't it think is. so. It is. He's, yeah, I think he's going to make it. A-
0: he's got a lot of chemicals in that body. Way. I mean, dude, he could fucking stroke out, heartbeat out tomorrow because that dude. Does not take it easy. That dude is still going.
1: Yeah, I think he's going to be fine. I think he's he's yeah, I think he's going to pull through the year.
0: Okay. I mean, yeah, you're welcome to your opinion. But, I sure am. Yeah. Thank I mean, you. He, thank you so much. Yeah, he, I'm just <laughs> saying he's magnanimous
1: on my as list. fuck. <laughs> he's on my list. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. So Elton John, you think's going to bite it? He's and not going
0: to. And let's just say, maybe that like Willie Nelson, mm-hmm. Elton John's. They're kind of like, man. Eh, those are pretty
1: easy picks. We're I mean, Elton John's it. not. Elton John's not going to die this year. Willie Nelson, I could see that. Willie Nelson's. I guarantee one of those two die this year. Guarantee. Guarantee. If you if you got
0: money and you're in Vegas, mark it down. Okay. One of those two yep. are dying this year, uh, and if you bet enough money and you want to share, I'll make sure of it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, let me let me call my uh, investment banker and move some funds around. Right.
0: <laughs> so, and then here's my like nobody saw it. Okay, you know what I mean. But yeah, yeah. after it happens, everybody happens to like know the characteristics that I should have noticed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And that is uh. And I'm going to have to ask for my uh, co-guy over here, <laughs> Brian. Who is that rapper dude uh, that goes against Eminem? That goes against Eminem? You're right. He's like, you know, coyote Year. or like, I love a finger in my ass. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Are you serious? The guy that like get electric. Guitar something. Come on, man. Come on. Y'all don't keep up with a little bit of fucking pop culture. I'm sorry, but but the
1: hints that you've given us aren't exactly (laughs) fucking this is like the map to the grail with Google no that. names on it. I don't know what the fuck. Oh uh, yeah, Golden Pantry, Dixie Cup, uh, M&M's, you're ba- you're Reese's, basically. I don't know. You know the guy I'm talking about, right? What the fuck does any of this mean?
0: So, basically, you're of the mindset of... You're gonna have to narrow that down a lot more. I don't want to play that draw game with you. Yeah, no hangman. No hangman here.
1: <laughs> Did you, could you give us something else to work from there, or is this what we got?
0: Give me a- no hangman. <laughs> okay, fine. <All right. laughs> That's fair.
1: All right, I gotta have a drink. Nick Cannon. <laughs> That'll sort things out.
0: <laughs> Are you talking about Nick Cannon? That's the most recent feud with who? With Eminem. Oh no, this dude's like. He's a rapper
1: that is young.
0: M- Machine, Machine Gun, Gun Kelly. Kelly. Boom. Okay. Machine right.
1: Gun Kelly. All right, hang on. Just wait. The thank f- you. Fucking hang Michael. on a second. Let's right. talk about the hints you gave us to get. <laughs> and then let's try and reverse engineer how we were supposed to come up with that.
0: <laughs> here, here was my thought. <laughs> I, I thought of the dude's name. No, didn't.
1: I, you That's what caused the problem. <laughs> and, then, and then I said,
0: here is, and then I had wiped that name <laughs> from my mind. And
1: then you just started fucking naming nouns, you jackass. Like, that is a mountain. Guy uh, that Eminem uh, had a feud with. You uh, know. With you know uh, shoot stuff. So,
0: anyway. <laughs> That dude sucks.
1: <laughs> I was hoping for more of a payoff after the journey we had to take to get
0: right. there. <laughs> that dude sucks. I'm not a fan. Oh, and geez. I'm an old, I'm an old school rapper dude. Sure. Are you Are you old school? You could
1: have given a like color rap?
0: if you would have said that white guy that Eminem's feuding with. It would have been easy, like Machine Gun Kelly. That's the only other white rapper there is. Well, I, I, you know what? He didn't, you didn't know even that. have that. Nothing. Oh, look, Nothing you
1: at all. Me. He just gave us a list of nouns. <laughs> <laughs> what is the hell is this? You I can't, can you what? imagine? He's fucking with his phone right now. And I'm trying to imagine what his Google searches oh must my look God. like. Oh, God. They've got to be three or four pages long. What? <laughs> <laughs> my uh, Google searches? Uh, let's see. Um,. Springtime spring time uh damp uh dryer sheets. Ah, weather in Abilene. Perfect, <laughs> that's what I was looking for.
0: Here's here's my YouTube history. Oh gee uh,
1: uh, uh you wanna do this here? This is a public forum, everybody yeah. Okay. Me. Looking like it's all good but fuck everybody but me. Everybody fuck
0: everybody but me.
1: but
0: me. This show is not making it there are you a fan of rap?
1: Yeah, I mean, you get like uh, eighty-nine to like ninety-nine, I'm there. But, okay, you know. cool that and you
0: know, pretty much I'm the same way. Yeah, it's it's like that's Tech Nine. Mm. And I think like for me, I don't even have to listen to any other rapper ever because they cover the spectrum mm-hmm. of what I dig. Mm-hmm. I do try a few here and there, but
1: I don't I always stay come back. Technic. up on the, uh, I don't stay up on the current. You know anything that's happened in music in like the past ten five years. to ten years? You're right. It ain't
0: real. Yeah,
1: I have no clue what's happening. I and mean, I don't know. That's more or less any genre.
0: I don't care what what genre yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah,
1: I got nothing. Yeah, if it's if it's newer than the past decade, but yeah. I mean, let me I'm tell you something that you might not know. But there's a lot of things that I don't know. Like there's I'm some Like I didn't know artists. what the fuck you were talking about a minute ago. <laughs>
0: and there's a lot of people that would join you in that thinking process. Uh, yeah, I'm, but let I me mean, about music. There's a lot of people out there that are creating like really good music mm-hmm. that nobody has heard of.
1: Oh, no doubt. I mean, that's always the case, though, right? I mean, that's historically, you know, record labels, and I think it gets out more. Uh, I say this not staying current on it at all, but I think with the proliferation of technology and the internet and all that, it is easier to get your music and your art, whatever that art form is, out to the masses in a way. that I mean, you're just some fucking guy That's- in Abilene who now has a podcast that, you know, at least dozens of listeners tune into. <laughs> and you would have I never just, had that. I mean, that. I
0: appreciate you like... Saying dozens. (laughs) I usually say we have a stack of listeners in groups of four.
1: (laughs) Intervals of. Listen, guys, it's a group of listeners that is for sure a positive integer. Right.
0: (laughs) And that's what we want to be.
1: That's that's all you need. We
0: want to be that smile of your day. You know what I mean? Oh, hey, have you heard this? Holy fuck. Like, I don't know. Like, what kind of music you like to, but if you don't think this is fucking like talent, I'm gonna skull fuck you.
1: Gee, don't threaten me with a good time. So, this guy with a banjo and acoustic, we got a guy wailing on an upright bass, and then what's this guy in the back here got? What's he got? A ukulele?
0: Yeah. Okay. And the dude with the guitar is, in my opinion, the best guitarist in the entire world at this moment. Okay, all right. And let me tell you something, dude. It was mind-blowing that a band shows up to do bluegrass, and they take you way beyond what you think you know about bluegrass.
1: No, it's pretty solid. So how how was the crowd? The oh, crowd? Yeah.
0: It was a it was at the uh, Toyota you know, music here we go with those whatever sound clues again. <laughs> you know, one of those venues. You know, Ferrari, <laughs> Dixie Cup, asphalt <laughs> stage. <Is it laughs> one of those places that had it was a venue. You know, I think, dude, oh, I got fuck it. you narrowed it down. <laughs> Thank you. And I think for like. 35, 36 bucks a piece. I got two tickets. So right. me and my brother went, that's fucking cheap.
1: Oh yeah. That's, that's as good as it gets.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's like, you are going to see somebody who is exploiting or exploding now versus in another two years, you can't afford to go see these people because scalpers fuck us. Do you realize that nobody like, you want to go see a show, and you're like, oh, when the tickets come available, I'm going to buy these tickets. And then they don't come available. <laughs> when they come available, they're like $800 because all people, like fucking people, mm-hmm. bought all the tickets.
1: Well, so you just you got to have a guy. You got to have a guy. You call your guy and you get you the tickets right off the boat, but right when they fall off the he, truck. But
0: he's still making a profit off of what he paid for.
1: Uh, I, well, of course he's making a profit Are you against right? the free market sir I'm not I'm I not. need you to make a statement on this You need I, to make a stand a definitive I, statement. I
0: okay. am for free speech 100% And I am For capitalism As long as You as a business Are not Buying favor From the government mm. I'm not a fan of that Not a fan. I'm free capitalism all day, every day. But, and I'm not pointing to any particular names of any companies, Amazon, but uh, (laughs) I think there should be protection. I mean, you go back to Teddy Roosevelt. Dude had some, like, very valid points of why we don't want to allow monopolies. And I, I mean, dude, I mean, if you don't think Amazon is, like, spearheading a monopoly, you're drinking the Kool-Aid. You're on your bass boat and don't give a shit. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. First off, I'm insulted you think I would ever own a bass boat. I'm a yacht kind of guy. Secondly.
0: I, I And to be <laughs> fair, I wasn't referring to you because if I would have thought of you, I would have either been, like, with a yacht
1: or a submarine. Oh, I do love a good submarine. I I I heard that about you. Yeah, I uh like a good submarine. You know, it's fine. I'm going to send you a link to uh to a blog I wrote here recently. I think for the 4th of July for work because
0: How often do you write on this blog? Because I have read your blogs once before.
1: Yeah, yeah. How often
0: do you write?
1: So they let for me the blog? I say they Jonathan who is my subordinate, he works for me, uh, allows me to uh, do it, I think, once every, like, month and a half to two months to let me do a blog, because my blogs tend to go a little off the rails. You know, from a business standpoint, it's a little, you know, it's supposed to be a fun one, not a super hardcore one, but I tend to go a little a little political, a little crazy, and so you have to be kind of, uh, you know, I have to have a minder to keep me reined in.
0: And so, like, what is your target audience on that? Are they, like, down with your way of thinking? Or are they, like, listening going, this dude's fucking crazy. Well,
1: we get a lot of web traffic uh, for what it is. So I I, what my target audience is, I couldn't really say because I don't think about my audience when I write this. I just put whatever damn thing pops into my head. And I think
0: that is actually a bonus. And I say that. I like to think so. I, I, I like to think that because when you do a podcast and people are, like, really down for what it is that you're doing, it's like we're on the same team. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Versus, <laughs> you know, there's always a villain in some podcasts, and we like to we all join in hands to hate that guy because he's the villain. I'm thinking maybe you could come aboard and be that guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Did you get that?
0: What? Uh, you text me
1: something? I did. Oh, well, all right. Assuming I've still got your correct number because I know yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, always, I have your number and then I forget that I have it because I'm a good friend of mine. This
0: like is that. Jordan's Ranch.
1: Yeah, look at the picture. That'll.
0: Troll Ledger
1: um, Petro. Petro. Jesus. <laughs> look at the picture. Look at the picture on that though. That's what I sent that to you for. Look at the picture on that.
0: Hey, don't 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 be judgmental. I I, I I I confused it with Pedro. <laughs> I need Pedro's ass over here oh my to fix my lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that need is Petro that, to run it? I need ped petro, yes. Yeah. So, what do you think about the gas prices? Before Ooh. we go, you know, we're, we're this Ooh. is we we're almost done here. And, we are, but before we go, you know, we don't talk a lot about a lot of shit. <laughs> we're going to change that for having
1: filled the air quite nicely for the past little while. Yeah, we've yeah. we've accomplished so little.
0: We've, um, we've we've done a lot of fluff.
1: You've, you've said some things, that you've made some stances, and I'm proud of you for that.
0: Well, I appreciate that. You know, my thing is, you know where I draw the line, and, when, and I don't draw the line often.
1: I know that about you.
0: I, I prefer to, like, hop or skip over the line that's where I like to be that's where my comfort zone
1: yeah I've always thought of you as exploding through the line like the kool-aid man through a wall that yeah, always no, kind of the video no, that's, image no. like, that's, that's not the me fashion.
0: my my venue is we're having fun yeah yeah you're with me yeah. you're with me let's you know ease into this next phase nope. And Brian no, no. says no.
1: You explode through electrical aid, man. I'm yeah. correct about this. That's 100%. Correct. Okay.
0: Okay. Well, maybe the way I thought <laughs> I was doing it is wrong. Yeah, you're not tiptoeing, <laughs> not tip-toeing. <laughs> Apparently... People are not wearing pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) It's not two in the afternoon. (laughs) Okay. Sometimes I don't think about email. email, My God, man! Do you go out looking for work dress like that
1: (laughs) (laughs) on a weekday? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Hey.
1: So gas prices. Oh, gas
0: price. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. So I
1: mean, mean, where are you at on uh, why? uh, Why
0: is gas so high? Why? Why is gas? High right now. Okay, you actually yeah are part of the industry in a non-operational type role.
1: Uh, yeah, that's right. Okay, I'm, uh, I'm I am oil and gas industry, right? But I'm not in the uh, exploration you're not in the
0: operations.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm uh, adjacent to that. So, so, so here's here's what's your view. Yeah,
0: why, why is gas so fucking high?
1: Okay, so like I'm gonna try and nutshell this down. So I'm gonna gloss over some details. And you know I'm a big fan of nuts. I. It's what it attracts me to our friendship. I'm 69. Has to bring up I was I know, born I in '69. I know. Not a Don't single. Not a single what joke. It?
0: <laughs> it's because it's not a joke.
1: Oh, there we go. We got the signal. Did Jay say wrap it up? He said wrap it up. He said shut it it down. down.
0: Okay. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. I'm just kidding. I'll tell you the secret about the gas prices next time. Let's finish this out and then we'll go. Until next time. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Till next time, grab your scrotum and pull it up over your head (laughs) 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 and then blow a bubble. Gas prices.
1: Yes, oh, you surprises. really want this to happen? Okay, I'll I, really, I, I want to know it, what
0: you're in the industry. Okay. You're in so, the uh, actual uh, industry, uh, uh, and uh, so yeah. I have a theory of my own. Okay. But you're in the industry yeah. in a roundabout way. I'm not I very roundabout, know, but yeah. I, I want to know what your thoughts are.
1: Okay. So here's the the What's very that? truncated nutshell how it's we got not, here. A um, couple of years ago, right before COVID, you had a, uh, a price war between Russia, surprise, surprise, and OPEC. Okay. And there was basically a race to see who could produce more, which caused a glut globally of gas supplies. And this started months, like right before COVID hit. And so you have this huge push of how much gas can be, how much oil, petroleum products, all that can be produced. Um, At a super high level, and it's driving the prices down, which causes problems for American producers because obviously, we, you know, when you think about Russia and especially OPEC, most of those are government subsidized operations. The government can make the price whatever it wants because they can eat the losses as much as the government feels like eating them. And that was kind of the gamble that uh, OPEC was taking. So, anyways, this drives the prices way low. Then you have COVID hit, demand drops down massively. If you know anything about the supply and demand curve, your your you know, if the actual curve of demand moves, it shifts uh, you know dramatically to the left. And so, basically, what you wind up having happen is COVID hits, demand drops. There's already a huge glut. You couldn't pay people to come and take the gasoline off your property, and, and which and, causes. And
0: let's back up just for a second, because before COVID, when America basically figured out how much oil and gas or well gas mm-hmm. we could get when we started fracking mm-hmm. it like the supply was like everybody was in
1: well yeah so there were two two elements to that so one there was figuring out the trick to fracking and then there was the figuring out the trick to fracking uh, economically because in 2000 like you know 2017 2016 2018. You know, it cost about, in order to turn a profit, you had to, in this country, drill, uh, you got to be selling it around for WTI, somewhere in the ballpark of 65 to $70 a barrel to turn a profit.
0: And yeah. back in what my youth, it was like $60 a barrel. <sighs> if you could hit 60. Yeah, I mean, fracking
1: is more expensive because it's a more in-depth process. Right. Um, but
0: the amount of gas available, if you frack, is way higher.
1: I mean, well, gas and petroleum product, the whole the whole package. Right. But the, the point is, what also got us there is we figured out how to do it more cost-effectively. So, anyways, you have all that. You have COVID hit after the price war between the Saudis and, uh, and Russia. Russia. And effectively... Uh, once COVID hits, everything goes negative because there's way more supply than there is demand. Nobody's driving anywhere. There was already a glut, and so boom, and, prices and go negative. And now we're
0: paying companies to store five hundred
1: thousand barrels at sea. Well, we're not. We, that happened during COVID. You're not saying that happen a whole lot now. Um, okay. So what's happening now is you've got an issue with there's a war going on in Europe. And so there's a lot of disruption in the European market because several European countries are sanctioning Russia. They're not going to buy their petroleum products from Russia. You've got uh, Iran, which has a pretty healthy ability to supply, that it's, you know, they're not allowed to sell to a lot of people. And then you've got, uh, uh, you know, we have economic issues where people are starting to return to normal life post COVID and the production's not keeping up with it. And so, of course, one option is, oh, well, OPEC can produce more. Well,
0: who's – let me let's slow down a moment because you were glossing over – Well, like, I had to
1: do this in brief since we had to wrap it up. So, oh, I mean, I, yeah. can give you, I, I can give you a treatise.
0: Yeah. And the, you know what? Uh, we will come back around and do that at another time because I would be very interested into diving into what these policies mm-hmm. actually – made happen Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because we were running wild and then all of a sudden it was like oh if you can do business then we would love to have you do business Mm -hmm. and then it became where people still weren't getting out but it was like oh we really want you to get out so what can we do to spur on your business yeah that type of
1: thing yeah i mean there's a lot of moving parts to it with you know private equity and venture capital um being a lot you know If you go back even a little bit, whenever there was... I mean, oil and gas is cyclical, right? Like, there's always... It goes up, then it goes down, then it goes up, then it goes down. I've been in that industry for, I guess, eight years now. And I've already been through, like, two or three of these, you know, downturns and upturns.
0: See, when when I graduated, a buddy of mine joined the oil field.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It was, like, 1988. I graduated in 87, but in 88, he fucking went to Midland, Texas,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and did his thing, and he was making bank. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, because those guys make bank yeah, for what they do, and they've never had that type of opportunity before, mm-hmm. and then, you know, within 18 months, that guy no longer has a job. Yeah. I mean... And this is a cycle that happens over yes. and over and over. Yes. So there is money to be made in the oil industry as a worker, mm-hmm. but you can't count on that year-round not long term. for, for long-term.
1: Well, at uh, yeah, least yeah, yeah, you I have mean, to factor in When you're talking into, about like, the roughnecks and the folks that are actually out working the rigs, I mean, keep in mind, you're hired to go out... And drill a well. Well once the well's drilled, it's it's kind of just drilled, right? It's there for a long time. And at that point then it's the operations crew that has to come in and actually make sure that it's it's producing and so all the back end. I,
0: I have a guy that has family in that industry and they were told we're gonna put on classes at Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. It's a thirty day class mm-hmm. You come and you take this class and we will give you this certificate. And now you can be the mud tester Mm -hmm. of the drills. Mm -hmm. That dude immediately is making 90 to a hundred thousand dollars a year for measuring what's in dirt.
1: (laughs) Well. Uh, all right, glossing over like all the <laughs> <laughs> like that's okay, hey, okay. you know what? We'll great. go with hey, that hey, for a hey, minute. Hey, great job! <laughs> those, those you're
0: gonna pay loggers, me a hundred grand a year to tell you what's in this mud? Those mudloggers don't make that much money. I I know something to do, and they that's work, all based on overtime. Though. They work yeah. well because they work two weeks on, yeah, yeah. one week off. Dude, the second week is all overtime. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, there's a huge amount of risk when it goes into oil field operations. So the costs are higher, which means the potential payout's higher, right? If you go out and you're an investor and you, you know, say, hey, I'm going to put money into this operator, go drill a well because I think there's some oil down here. Well, if you spend six months drilling 10,000 feet down and uh, you make a dry hole and there's nothing there. You've spent a
0: a million dollars. That's what it costs to have a well up and running is $1 million. $1
1: You're That's lowballing it these days. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I'm saying the bare minimum just to get it up and running.
1: Sure. If I'm putting it in your backyard, uh, maybe. But the point is you're talking about huge sums of money for what it is. And no matter how good your geologists are, there's still a little bit of a gamble that could be fucked up. There's also a whole lot of other things that can happen, like we hit a rock formation we can't get through or we have all these other problems. And that's and now you've got to move the well over even, 500 feet sure. and try again. And, and that's but it's not it's even money. tackling the regulatory requirements to get the permits to drill there. And before you even get to dealing with the government and getting permission to drill someplace, you then have to get all the surface landowners and the mineral interest owners to sign on board to do this, yep. which means tracking them all down. Yep. Which you know because of the way that's that, easy
0: <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you have like multiple generations that all got a piece of the pie.
1: It's not that difficult. That's what I do.
0: Well, but for someone who doesn't know, yeah, it there
1: is. is there is a lot of legwork that can go into it. Right. So you're a you, landman? Yes. Okay. So. You've got all that stuff that has to happen before you got to get everybody signed on board. You have to everybody agree to the DOI amounts and make sure their percentages are correct. Yeah. And then you've got to get you know the landman's wet with an override interest, and you know then you've got to go get all your filings and you got to find investors willing to put money into drilling this well. And then you got to drill it and hope the fucker works and actually produces. And then once it's producing, you've got to you know deal with the bitchy. You know, the one person that's the you know, fifth cousin twice removed. Hey, I got a 90-cent check, and it should have been a 98-cent check. And why <laughs> is that? You know what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about. And I got
0: a 117th interest in this property. Yes,
1: yes. And so, I mean, there's a lot of just bureaucratic legwork in this country that goes into drilling a well. Oh, absolutely. That, it, that you don't have in a place where the, uh, where you know, nobody where the emir just says, it's all mine anyway, so put a fucking well there and open up the taps. Yeah. So... Anyway, I could go into a whole diatribe about
0: this. You think whenever they think they have found another spot in Saudi Arabia that they're like, are you sure?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think it really works like that. I think they just decide this is happening and they do it because, uh, you know, monarchy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that is a
1: power play in itself. There you go. I mean. So here we are on the eve of 4th of July And Rob Jones is advocating a return to the monarchy
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know I wouldn't say that (laughs) You know I'm I'm not really I'm not British I'm Irish So going back to the homeland Isn't going back To the homeland for me
1: It depends which side of the fence are you on
0: Well I'm on the side of the fence is that Europe tried to fuck us. Okay. I mean, there, there's no, there's no right or wrong answer. You either support the Irish in wanting to be their own people or you're wrong. That's <laughs> he your says two choices. This. He says this.
1: The irony is he says this to the Palestinian guy. <laughs>
0: I'm telling you the only right way. You don't need to question it. I'm um, ya. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there we go. That's a wrap. Yeah. We've done good work Boom. here today. <laughs> yep, yep, yep.
0: So anyway, guys, uh hey, we got sponsors down in the show notes. Make sure you check out their links if there's a promotion code. Use the promotion code. You'll get a discount or you'll get some free or if there's nothing available and you still use the promo code. Brian. than we well, that, man, I hope you all have a great week. Till next time. Keep to smoking. Keep uh, uh,
1: uh. yeah, up.
0: That was actually pretty good. <laughs> I just Guess got a chub. About the clouds when we're together. Just sing a song and think about sunny
1: weather.
0: Happy trails to you till we
1: meet.
0: Boom, 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 boom,
1: boom,